My name is Jillian Perrick, but my friends call me Jill. I'm a lover of all things orange chocolate, think One Tree Hill is way better than the OC. And as a person who stutters, I strive to empower women with invisible disabilities to go after their dreams, just like I did. I'm a mindset coach specializing in imposter syndrome, helping women overcome their inner imposter with my master's in psychology and my certification in neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, EFT tapping, and time techniques. And this is the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. This podcast is for you if you're an entrepreneurial woman trying to navigate the online space with a lot of passion and a lot of uncertainty. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. This podcast will take you from imposter to empowered with ninja-like brain hacks, easy to implement strategies, and uplifting real talk to make you feel like everything you want is in reach. Find me on Instagram at your coach Jill to let me know how much you loved this episode once you're done listening. Time to kick that inner imposter to the curb. Let's get started. So here's the thing. I had imposter syndrome so bad when I started out in the online space. I just, I didn't think I was good enough. I did, like, I didn't think I was smart enough. I thought that somebody was going to call me out and say, Jill, how dare you try and be a coach? you're not qualified or you're not smart enough. And this translated into a ton of things. Like I can't even explain to you, like showing up on Instagram, selling, getting on sales calls, like all the things, all the things, all the things. But something that was really interesting that it popped up with was having authority with my clients and with the type of deep work that I do with the subconscious mind and being able to speak to the subconscious mind because the subconscious is where all our beliefs about ourselves live. So in order to really do some substantial change in how you think about yourself and how you think about your success or your potential success, um, you have to dig into those beliefs, uncover and release so you can become a better, more improved version of yourself, so to speak. There's so many things about it, but that's like the simple version, the Coles notes. And when I first started out in coaching, I was afraid to call people on their bullshit. So my friend DL, who was also a business coach, um, she talks about risking the relationship and I got that concept in terms of sales calls, but that also meant that I wasn't able to risk the relationship in sales calls either. So I didn't sign a ton of clients because I really didn't feel like I could push somebody to be the best version of themselves. And that's because I was afraid that someone was going to turn around and be like, how dare you try to elicit an emotional reaction out of me? How dare you tell me that I am doing things wrong or that I'm not good enough or whatever. So I always came from a really caring, oh, like I'm here for you. Let's just like deal with your resistant behavior because again, the thing is, is I will have people who come to me who really want to make changes. They say consciously they want to make the change, but then they get to it and we get to like talking and trying to like deep dive. I get this a lot with my single sessions. People come to me because they have a specific mindset block or problem that they're trying to work through like an income barrier or the fact that they just don't think that they're good enough so they're having a hard time selling their services whatever so I have these clients that come to me and then when I start asking them the hard questions they're really resistant to it they're like I have no childhood trauma no I have nothing I I had a good relationship with my dad like it's all good and like speaking from somebody who technically did not have any significant childhood trauma I still had relationships and things in my life that I interpreted as trauma to my brain and therefore have 
informed how I live and how I thought about myself. So we all have these things, but the people who are really resistant to it, sometimes it's because they're afraid that shit is going to come up and they're not going to like it. Sometimes they're afraid that something that they have hidden deep in their subconscious is going to come out and they're going to be so distraught from it and a lot of the time we are avoiding feelings whenever we don't want to do something or whenever we avoid something it's because we're avoiding a feeling and the same thing happens with this work or you may be so afraid that you're going to change into a different person and you're going to lose love or lose belonging because we're always just trying to get those things we're always just trying to achieve love and worthiness and validation and praise and you're worried on a subconscious level that if you change you're worried that the people in your life won't love you anymore you're worried that you're going to become a different version that you aren't familiar with or that you don't recognize and that's scarier than the comfort box that you have placed yourself in you feel comfortable where you're at right now even if you're telling yourself i'm not comfortable i want to make more money i want to do this But like physically and emotionally, like you are comfortable because this is the life that you have built for yourself. We have this thing called an emotional quota, which I'm sure I've talked about before, but the emotional quota is that way that we feel about ourselves often that is invoked by our thoughts. So we have a thought like I'm not good enough, which creates a feeling of worthlessness or anxiety and our body is used to feeling that way so once we start doing the personal development work our body and our brain are on two different levels because if we're changing our thoughts our body is used to feeling a certain way and if we're not thinking those same self-sabotaging thoughts you're going to start to feel better and that feels weird to your body because it's comfortable in the state that you have put it in is this making sense this is like a really long winded way of saying that I was so afraid to call people on their bullshit. I was so afraid to be like, I can really sense that you are holding back right now and you're not going to be able to make any changes if, if you don't fucking open up to me. Like, why did you pay me all this money, thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars or whatever, if you are not willing to open up and this can be especially difficult for people in single sessions with me because they're just meeting me I show up and I go so what's your deepest darkest fear like that's pretty much how it goes and I can't facilitate an amazing transformation unless somebody lets me. And with imposter syndrome, when it came to me, I was thinking to myself, I am going to call somebody out and they're going to never want to talk to me again. They're going to shit talk me or they're going to realize that I'm not good enough and not actually good at what I do. I'm not smart enough. I'm not an authority. I'm not the leader. So imposter syndrome really affected me in the beginning of my business. And even if you're not like a mindset coach, like it doesn't matter what, especially in business. This is why business coaches have a lot of imposter syndrome because they're afraid that what they do or what they say to their client is going to evoke a reaction in their client or an action that is going to lead them down the garden path or whatever the fuck it is and they are going to be responsible and it was that responsibility that I was afraid of the responsibility that would then lead to me thinking oh my god it is true I'm not good enough So doing this deep, dark work was actually super necessary for me because when I got into the online space, I'm like, I'm going to talk about imposter syndrome, but I'm good. I don't need any coaching. I don't need any therapy. I don't need any this or that. But when I actually did those things because I wasn't seeing results in my business and I thought, what do I have to lose at the most? I'll be able to really work on my own self-worth and self-esteem and and like really feel good about myself. What do I have to lose? A whole world opened up for me in terms of being like, the deep work is where you need to start. 
And this is why I always say like the mindset work like needs to come first because even if you're not making any big money in your business, I mean, you can hire a business coach and a mindset coach at the same time. You totally can. But a lot of people take the route of strategy first, but then they have a hard time implementing and that's because they haven't worked on the internal stuff. And basically what I'm saying is that if you don't do the shit for yourself, if you don't invest in yourself, if you don't work on yourself and work on your own mindset and your own personal development, if you are in this world, if you are a coach or a service provider or whatever you do, if you own your own business and you're in the business of helping people, even if you don't own your own business, if you're a human resources assistant or whatever it is, if you're in the business of helping somebody, and you don't feel like an authority, you don't, you feel like someone's going to call you out, you don't feel like you can say anything, you're not going to do your best work. You're just not, you're not going to do the work that you know, that you are capable of doing. And that is going to affect your results and affect how you see yourself. Because if you don't get good results, you're going to think, well, I guess I really am a fraud. But it's because you're not showing up authentically as you can, you're not pushing the limits. So I had a human design reading and with this human design reader, I am a generator and she said, you are actually meant to stir the pot. You're meant to say controversial things. You're meant to shake things up for people because you shine a light on them that they haven't seen before. You are a reflection of what they need to work on and fix and work through. It was like, boom, like I felt like my brain just like exploded because I was like, holy fuck, I've always made myself feel so bad for calling people out or like being that um, salt in the dish soap. You know when you put salt in dish soap or something and everything separates? That's a terrible example. But you know when that happens and I was meant to do that, but I always thought that that's what was wrong with me. So I learned to mute myself. I learned to not actually say what I wanted to say and that led me to think that I wasn't doing what I was meant to be doing. But as soon as she said that to me, it opened up my eyes. I was like, oh, so I'm meant to call someone out on their shit. And the more that I did, the more that shit opened up for me. I had been doing that before, but tentatively because I was like, eh, I'm afraid that people are gonna be mad or whatever. But I had worked through a lot of stuff before this human design reading. This was just the confirmation that I needed to keep doing this and that it was good because once I started doing that early in 2020 with my clients, I noticed such a huge shift in the results that they were getting and I was giving them the permission that they needed to work through this shit and work on themselves and that they would come out better on the other side. And again, that can be scary because everybody is responsible for their own transformation, but I had to take responsible for the transformation that I was facilitating for them. And that meant being my most authentic and true self and pushing my intelligence and my skills to the brink to make sure that they got all of me. And that meant calling them out on their bullshit. That meant calling them out and being like, you're holding back right now and this resistance, like the resistant clients are the ones that get the biggest results now. I'm like, I don't buy whatever facade you're trying to put on for me right now or whatever wall you're hiding behind. What is so fucking scary about this? And it just, just like breaks through the wall and they feel like they can really just like 
be honest and open because we hold a lot of shame. We really shame ourselves for all these things that has happened in our life or all these beliefs we have about ourselves. We shame ourselves and we stay silent and we think, well, I can't think that that's trauma because if I do, like people are going to make fun of me or they're going to be like, that's not real trauma. And it's just not true. It's all bullshit that is meant to keep you small. So if you are a mindset coach or any type of service provider and you're experiencing clients who are resistant, or if you yourself are resistant to making deep changes in your life and in your mindset and in your personal development, if you haven't seen any fucking results in your business and you know, well, I've seen a lot of people talk about doing the mindset work because you're riddled with anxiety every day or you constantly have thoughts of I'm not good enough then maybe you need to look at yourself and think, do I need to do this work? And what am I so afraid of happening when I do? That is a question that you really need to ask yourself. And that is something that if you are working with a resistant client, this is something that you can ask them to. But don't be naive. You could be the smartest fucking peach on the peach tree. And those people I actually call out the most because I am a super smart person and I was always very resistant to stuff like this because I was like, I know better. I know best. I'm so smart. I'm the smartest fucking peach on the fucking peach tree. I know everything. And I fell flat on my ass whenever I started to do this work because I realized like I'm not immune to these negative thought spirals and I was actually going to learn more about myself and have a more successful business if I was willing to go inwards and do the work that I needed to do to be successful and I'm so glad I did and now those smart people that I call out I'm like listen I know you think you got it all figured out but I promise you this is going to help you just release the resistance to it you are safe you are okay I've got you nothing bad is going to happen you are going to feel a little bit of emotional resistance but you will be okay and you will come out even stronger on the other side and I will be here to guide you every step of the way and that's that's the tea that is it for today folks love you guys so much if you have any thoughts about this let me know if you are like shit I really need to do this mindset work that Jill talks about at the link in my show notes you can grab the from imposter to empowered course that takes you through my signature methodology find and defeat to help you figure out where your negative beliefs are coming from help you uncover them release them and rewrite them to become the most empowered version of yourself and at the link in my show notes again you can grab that and you can use the coupon code f-i-t-e podcast for 15 percent off that course okay i love you guys bye thanks so much for listening to the from imposter to empowered podcast leave a review so i can continue to make amazing free content for you guys and speaking of free content you can go to the link in my show notes and download my free 30-day journaling prompt workbook to help you overcome your inner imposter and attract the abundance you deserve and finally screenshot this episode and share it to your instagram story tagging me at your coach jill so i can share it on my page see you next time